0: This week we had my favorite holiday, Justin. Do you know what it was?
1: Um, it wasn't Halloween because that was last week. So it's true. It would, would it be? Would it be the taking down the Halloween decorations?
0: No, it was the daylight savings fall backwards. Oh, right?
1: Oh yeah. No, I get it. I get that's a pretty cool holiday, but isn't it going away?
0: Yeah, I think this is the last one.
1: If they vote on it, if they agree on it.
0: I guess, and how do you get anyone to agree? By the way, hey everyone, it'll be late at this point, but I hope you went and voted because uh, it's very important <laughs> uh, <laughs> in this day and age. Um, Go figure. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, no, it was it was daylight savings time, or did we we saved the daylight because we're getting more or less? I don't know. I what I'm trying to say extra is sleep. I got to sleep in yeah, one yeah. extra hour, and I woke up just like revitalized reinvigorated it was it was immaculate and the best part about daylight savings time like the day when we fall back in the fall is that like i never know when it is like is it always in november Uh, i don't like like i don't know the date i know october i know halloween is october 31st fall Uh,
1: are we in fall my
0: man we're in november
1: I get like winter starts so late doesn't winter start in December because I think winter starts like as soon as like I put on a jacket even a thin one
0: yeah yeah it starts in December okay. but yeah my favorite thing about uh uh what's it called daylight savings <laughs> is that I forget about it and then I wake up one random fall evening or morning I guess and like ooh, it, I got an extra hour of sleep or I wake up a little bit early because I'm like I sleep in but I get to wake up a little bit early before my alarm and I'm just like chilling in bed it was glorious is what I'm trying to say
1: well let me tell you something Uh, we all understand getting an extra hour but I don't know if you sleep with a little furry dog that doesn't ah, understand that.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: yep. Starts licking the paws, crack of dawn just like normal. Um, and yeah. then when, you, when the second you like make eye contact with him, he will crawl. He will like just sprint over to your face and just let you know that he's up and that he probably has to go to the bathroom. Just what? so we can go to the bathroom and sleep for another seven
0: hours. What uh, what time is Archie rising? Um, it's really when like he usually gets up around five. Oh, but it's that's around when you're up too, right? for school for like work during the
1: weekday. Yeah. But uh, on my my two days of getting to sleep in when I have yeah. every intention to do it, he might sleep in an extra half hour. He might Ooh. do that for me. But then there's so many times when he just starts crawling on my back. Like sometimes I like try to like turn over to like ignore eye contact and I'll just wake yeah. up and he's like on my back, like trying to like balance correctly. I'm glad he's only a 15 pound dog because I'd be broken. But yeah, dogs don't get daylight savings
0: time at all. I'm sorry. Did you say he's 50 pounds? 15. Okay. As in, good. I was like, Justin. Yeah. no, <laughs> he's very <laughs> dense,
1: very dense, you know? <laughs> e- yeah. He eats a lot of fiber. Um, well,
0: <laughs> Oh, you said that like that was a story behind that.
1: Oh no, no. Like he needs to be more regular. We've had these conversations and I, I didn't, I bet you didn't think daylight savings time would talk about my dog's, uh, uh, bowel movements.
0: Justin, I'll say this. And this is, like, I don't mean this in a negative way, but I think just about anything we talk about can end up with Archie's bowel movements. Uh, Uh, Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, probably. It's (laughs) impossible. On, everyone welcome back to hitbox episode number 117 my name is peter hunt spitek and joining me as always is my friend my co-host and um someone who periodically updates me about his dog's bowel movements it's just makovich how are you man what's going on oh i mean it's
1: been it's been a, a chaotic chaotic couple of weeks and it's mm. only getting more chaotic and the sad thing is that when life gets chaotic video games get less played and that makes me a sad sad man
0: yes um agreed i have played a lot of video games over the past few weeks but it's not been like the games i've wanted to play because it's all been like work stuff um like i wanted to check out bayonetta 3 and i just think it's not gonna happen at this point (laughs) because like uh, you know what i'm saying like i just think it might not even happen
1: yeah Um, yeah
0: but hey what can you do sometimes like what's great about video games is when you do get that free time again they're always there for you
1: yeah yeah unfortunately um, you
0: might have a giant pile of them waiting for you but
1: i got i got like i had an hour i could play something this week mm-hmm. that's how crazy like an hour yeah. so i was like you know what maybe i'm just going to start persona 5 so i turn i turn it on and like one of the first things that happens in the game if you remember oh, is I do. it's like you know that this is a work of fiction, and all the characters are in it are, are fiction. Do you under do you agree, do you understand that? Yeah. And if you select no,
0: it just boots it, you out,
1: right? It boots you out. <laughs> so then I was like, I wonder if this is like one of those really meta things. I wonder how many times I can do this <laughs> before oh, they're sure. like, "Listen, I under this is seriously stop it." Um, four times, it didn't change, same answer. I lost interest at that point. So I was gonna say um, I
0: don't know if it's very like Stanley Parable asked. Do you but, know what like, I mean? But like, what if? What if
1: maybe I would have discovered something new? Um, so I spent, yeah, I spent about 15 minutes of my hour playing video games, doing that. And then I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get into <laughs> Persona 5 tonight.
0: I like I will say an hour is. Not enough, in my opinion, to yeah, really like yeah. dig deep into it, but uh, what can you do? Well, what I'm, gl- I'm sorry to hear that that it has not been a um, a fruitful week of gaming for you. Uh, I put 30 hours into Sonic the Hedgehog, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, that's um, a lot. It was, yeah, some would say too much. I, me, <laughs> it, I would. It's me, sorry. Uh, I would say too much. But, uh, well, yeah, like I said, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, before I hit you with the preview of the news, just a quick reminder to go ahead and join us on Discord. We have Justin some new seven word reviews my seven word review for call of duty is modern warfare 2 wait a second are we the baddies and button mashing 101 aka dave parker uh put in lost and random i would take a bullet for dicey you played lost and random is dicey a character i should know yeah your little dice friend that
1: like does all the rolling and follows you around on your back little backpack dice boy
0: that's very cute very very cute well if you dear listener want to submit a seven word review for a video game doesn't have to be like a current one could just be like one that you've played all mine are current because that's just like it's just work (laughs) um but (laughs) yeah go ahead go ahead and throw throw one into that discord server link to that is in the description you are welcome to join at any point in time you can also support us on patreon monetarily at patreon.com hitboxpod go ahead and you know spend one dollar to be a a uh, podcast producer or spend three dollars to become a deluxe podcast producer like jane like dave parker get an additional 30 minute bonus episode every single week i think last week was a little bit long because you were asking me about the the plight of my hair dying which i mean that's a whole that's a whole 30 minute podcast in itself, Uh truly but um if you can't all good go ahead and follow us on twitter at hitbox pod or uh give us a rating on on spotify apple Podcasts, however you're listening to this podcast justin do you want to hear about the news that's coming up?
1: I would love to.
0: The God of War Ragnarok reviews are in, and apparently, believe this or not, uh, it's a good game. Shock. <laughs> yeah, i I've, I you know, it's weird. Like I don't know if we could have predicted that people would have liked that game, but uh, we'll get into that later. Uh, the PSVR2 price has finally been announced alongside its official release date, and Kojima has finally talked about his connection, or rather lack thereof, to Abandoned and Blue Box Game Studios. We're gonna talk about all of that and more. Before we do, let's head on over to the Metacritic Roundup. Metacritic Roundup. First up, gotta wear Ragnarok. Ooh. 94. 94 on the PS5. It's also on the P- uh the PlayStation 4, but that does not have a score. Um Damn. Damn. A 94 is a solid solid score um i mean there are 125 reviews uh, critic reviews every single one of them is positive that's like that's really wild that is really wild uh what do these reviews tell you justin about god of war i think it's a good game i believe god of war 2018
1: also scored a 94 on metacritic if i'm uh not mistaken so we have a sequel that is scoring the same as the original. Um, and I think that's great. I think a lot of the time sequels carry a lot of, uh, extra weight behind them in terms of like trying to live up to what the previous game was specifically good games, um, while also trying to do new things. Uh, and, uh, I think it looks like this game definitely lived up to the old game. And I think in many cases, uh, expanded what you got there. Um, tells a great story from what it looks like and it's gotten me even more excited to play this game
0: yeah I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty stoked for this I you know I just played the the first I guess rather God of War 2018 for the first time uh what like three months ago at this point and uh I was I, it's not, I'm not saying that I was surprised at how good that game was but I find that when like Something scores so well and is, like, recommended by literally everyone. I sometimes find it hard to, like, go and play something like that because then I have this issue where I'm like, I I don't know if it will live up to, like, the extraordinary praise that, like, it's been getting. Uh, And that game, like, almost did. I think I I started to dislike it a little bit when I went for the Platinum, which I guess was my own fault. But um, uh, because I I think it's a bad Platinum, to be honest with you. But I I don't think it's a bad game. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but so I guess we'll see about this one I, I guess my my question for this is uh, I, I have no doubt that the story is gonna be great that the combat's gonna feel good still but I wonder if the cracks that started to show for me when I went and got that platinum are going to continue to be here with this game do you know what I mean by that do, what what were those cracks again uh there are a few uh the fast travel uh, like traveling around the world is terrible the fast travel system sucked um the combat, while it was good, was like super repetitive, like like really just the same thing over and over again, um which hey, a lot of games are like that, but I think when a game really hangs its hat on being like, well, it's a combat game uh i I, I don't love that, but I, from what I've seen from like a lot of the the trailers and whatever, it seems like they really do change up that combat in a, in a meaningful way um. It was just it was just traveling around the world. I thought was was really dull and, and irritating. The fast travel stuff didn't work. Um, yeah, does that make sense? Is that enough oh, for no, me? yeah, to, I think yeah. so.
1: I think um, I've been like kind of like like dialed into this game a lot because I've been looking forward to it uh, significantly. And uh, I think one thing that worries me a little bit, and this is like just the way I I play video games and the time I have for video games, is the time of the game. Um, yes the the main story takes what 24 hours is what i'm hearing plus to play and that's only main pathing it not doing side content and stuff yeah um and i i know this is like one of those things that you know depending on when i play it it's like oh i would i don't want the game to end but having a game that that is that like open You can really get lost in this world in a way that um, I think I'm going to at a certain point get to a place where I just want to mainline it and get through it instead of just really enjoying it. And then I wonder how much I'll have to do when I'm done with the game to like actually get the platinum if I decide to do that. And I wonder if I'll enjoy it the same way. Um, but I think that's like a me issue when I'm thinking about it. Um, and I think, I don't know if that's a bad thing because if the game is truly this good and it's filled with this much good content and good story and good characters and good combat, um, I don't think having a long game is a bad thing.
0: Agreed. I, I think that the original God of War, or 2018 version, I guess, um, was I think a little too long for its own good because I think it was, it was so long that those cracks started to show, you know? Um, a lot of
1: backtracking it, near the end, a little bit. Like there's just like a couple of like pacing moments when you're like, "This didn't need to be here."
0: Agreed. So I'm hoping that like this is able to sustain its. Like I, I hope that the story feels like it's able to sustain a runtime like that, because um, I feel like it is hard to do. Because I, I, I like a quick. You're in and you're out. You know what I mean. But. Um, yeah, I, I'm ex- I'm excited to play this uh, after a few weeks of of playing games that I haven't really been super enthused about. Like this is this is a big this is a big one for me. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: And I feel like one of the things that 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 makes me motivated to really want to play this and want to get through it quickly um, are the spoilers that are going to eventually be coming out yeah. about this game. Um, I, I think, you know, we talked last week about how when the things were, were coming out about this game, how people um, where you know Corey Barlog was upset that spoilers were being out there in the, in the wild about this game that they worked on, and my initial thing was that, yeah, spoilers don't necessarily. I I think spoilers don't ruin a game for me personally, and mm-hmm. I think if anything it can draw interest. Uh, but when once the game's out, and if I do slow play this game and take about a month to beat it, yeah. I it, it, that's just going to that that's when spoilers start to become like part of marketing (laughs) already I had a student in in one of my classes today start to like be like Oh, like yeah. Have you have you have you heard about the God of War game? I was like, oh yeah, I'm super excited about it. And he's like, yeah. I was watching all these like trailers, and I was like, uh, trailers, like, yeah, these cinematics and stuff. And I was like, I, I don't want to hear any spoilers. And he was like, oh no, that's not a spoiler. Sony released it. So at the beginning of the game, you're sitting in your house, and then and I was like, oh my god, stop yeah, this, just stop this, shut stop, up, shut, up, stop, shut up, shut up, shut up. These are literally the spoilers I don't want to hear. Um, so like those are the things you're just gonna have to avoid a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but uh, regardless, I'm 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 very excited to play this
0: agreed uh number uh, the second thing on our metacritic roundup here is sonic frontiers a video game so this is launching on pc playstation 4 playstation 5 xbox one xbox series x and s and the nintendo switch and um i think it only has a score for playstation 5 let me double check double checking yep only on the PlayStation 5. Uh, it's got a 73. I have been playing a fuck ton of Sonic Frontiers. I have 100% completed the game. You Like uh,
1: 100% everything
0: you could do? Yep. Uh, well. <laughs> uh, no. Um, yeah, like, okay. I have completed all the maps. I have like 100% completed all the maps. I've had all of the optional conversations. Uh, I have done every single thing. I have 90 like 5% trophies unlocked. The problem is that uh with some games when you get them before they release, uh they don't provide you with the trophy list.
1: Mm. So I don't know what I'm
0: missing. I don't know what it could possibly be. I'm hoping it's not not that I want the platinum for this necessarily, but like we drove all the way to town like we might as well get out, you know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> hoping that it's not like complete a playthrough on hard or something like that cuz that would just be stupid. But well, um, according
1: to Attack of the Fanboy, uh Attack of the Fanboy gave it a 90 and yes. says Sonic Frontiers really picks up the slack where this franchise started to falter. It's still a Sonic game, and it's at its core, and it makes sure to stay true to the name, even when branching out into other unfamiliar areas to the series. Do you agree with that?
0: No. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Uh, let me let me say this. This is the best 3D Sonic game since... Uh, this is the best Sonic game. I'm not counting Sonic Mania, because... Sonic team didn't fucking touch that. <laughs> um, this is the best Sonic game since Sonic Adventure 2. I'm
1: gonna say that's not a very that is like, the
0: lowest bar yeah. that could possibly it's it's worse than Sonic Adventure 2. It, 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 like it, It's worse than Sonic Adventure 1. Um it, So I guess it's the third best 3D Sonic game, but again. Wow, you beat Sonic 6 Sonic Frontiers uh Sonic the Black Knight like wow that must have been so hard for you Sonic Frontiers so um, what
1: you're what you're saying is you agree more with the 20 out of 100 that Digital Trends gave it, saying, while not outright broken like Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 or Sonic Boom, Sonic Frontiers is a heavily misguided game that muffles good ideas with questionable narrative, technical, and gameplay design decisions. Sonic Team continues to demonstrate that it's not quite sure what to do with the blue blur taking a wild swing with a game that tries to... Uh, rival open world games rather than double down on the strengths of newer titles like Sonic Generations and Sonic Mania or older successes like Sonic Adventure series.
0: Yep, uh that that review is I think echoes literally every single opinion that I have on um the game that was written by Thomas Franzesi sort of friend of the show we like almost work together don't worry about it i I write it digital trends too it's not important what i'm trying to say is um yeah i I think his i think his score is a little low i think i would probably go more like a four or five but um that's just a semantic difference really yeah it is it is not a, a game that i think is i think at its core it's a very poorly designed game and all of its issues come from the fact that I think that Sonic Team didn't know what they wanted to do with it. Uh, they spent all this time being like, it's not Breath of the Wild. It's not Breath of the Wild. It's not Breath of the Wild. Well, Sonic Team, if you didn't want anyone to compare it to Breath of the Wild, you shouldn't, have just, you shouldn't have just fucking made a Sonic game that's Breath of the Wild. I'm sorry. I know people hate that comparison of like, oh, this is like Breath of the Wild. It's fucking Breath of the Wild, but it's Sonic. Like, Like, I don't know how to say, like, <laughs> without without comparing the two, because it's just like they played Breath of the Wild and said like, well, we should do this with Sonic. Let's make big uh, big open ended areas, right? With Koroks jumping around, with uh, that you can collect and use to uh, increase your abilities. There are let's say like four divine beasts that you have to go slay to, in order to rescue your friends. Um, like let's let's have these like bite sized little puzzles for you to complete. Let's do the soundtrack where it's all just like distant piano music like I, I don't know how to say this is just like they looked at breath of the wild and said we're gonna do literally every single part of that without just saying that so <laughs> I, like, all right let's yeah like, yeah is there ahead.
1: anything like good about it before we talk about the <laughs> you said no, <laughs> no, no made really Head shake. <laughs> let me
0: say this like if you like sonic games you're gonna like this game because i'm not trying to be mean i'm not trying to like Tell you that you have bad taste in games. Like, I'm not trying to say any of that, but I am trying to say if you like, if you've liked Sonic games since the games on the Dreamcast, you're gonna like this game because it's better than all those games. Like, it, it just is, right? Like, it, it is a better made game, but that doesn't mean it's a good game. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not falling through the fucking floor all the time. Like in Sonic 06. So I guess it's like, I it's guess that's broken. better. Right. Yeah. Um, but even then, like it is a weird, oh, gosh, it is such a sterile version of this, of these characters. Something that I think Sonic has d- done really, really, really well um, is it has a really mm, rather like when it, I guess, okay, I'm, like, interrupting myself a bunch here. I think Sonic the Hedgehog is a really cool style in terms of, like, visual and audio and, like, artistic style, right? I think that it peaked with something like Sonic Adventure 2, where you have these cool, like, anime characters, like, in the menus. And, like, it's got this, like, really cool, like, rock soundtrack and there's just like all these stylistic choices that are made that while aren't, they aren't realistic, they are they, they just aid in, in, in the idea of like these characters are cool. You know what I mean? And I think that a lot of the other Sonic games have tried to capture that similar style to middling success. This game just takes all that and throws it out the window. They said, you want a story? Well, we'll just tell like this really weird story about death and dying and accepting the fact that like everyone dies and and stuff like that uh which is like not a sonic thing in my opinion at all let's take all of the cool like rock songs and stuff let's put them in like two places in the game and then like let's just stick with like weird distant piano music right let's take like the kind of like quippiness that the other scripts have had and let's just like take all that out or let's keep a little bit of the quippiness in but like let's put it at really weird times and and, and, like make the writing way worse i'm not saying that sonic like the old sonic games were like fucking masterpieces um but you didn't have tails say something like pretty simple about like oh i think i'm caught in like a in a digital distortion world and then sonic literally looks at the camera and goes well those were words you just said like it's so grating. It's so ah oh, gosh. I, my problem with it is, I guess, I don't even really know where to begin because, like, every single part of this game, I think, is just flawed. And, and like, I don't, like, I don't know, what, like, how to even like begin breaking that down. Let me say this: the good parts of this game are the action stages because. Uh, basically there are two different places you can be. You can either be in the open world running around doing like little platforming challenges and fighting enemies or you can be in like action stages which are more akin to, you know, your either 2D side scrolling Sonic or 3D um more like Sonic Adventure and and I guess Sonic 6 and stuff like that. Um those are generally pretty good. They they're like their hit rate in terms of like being really solid is like, I would say a 60% with 60 being really great and 40 being like not so great. That's a lot better than what the rest of this game is fucking batting. Like, so I guess take that with, you know how you will. The problem is they're all over in like the, the longest ones are two minutes. So you're going to be spending like a very, very, very minor amount of your time with this game doing those levels. And basically once you play through them, like there's not really a whole lot of reasons to go back because the there are like four challenges that you have to complete in each level and when you complete them you get little keys to unlock shrines to, to for chaos emeralds and you're just showered in these keys so like unless you want to go back and like try for 100% completion or you want to like uh, just like experience the level again there's just like not really a good reason to go back and want to want to do all that um so that's what I like <laughs> So, the gameplay Sorry, I know this is just a vomit of words. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. The gameplay itself. How is the, the 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 gameplay feeling? Talking first about movement and then about combat. Sonic moves both too fast and too slow at the exact same time. He doesn't turn around very easily, which I guess makes sense, but, like, the momentum feels bad. Either you are 100% gunning it, or you are standing completely still. And pretty much as soon as you, like, let go of the, the run button or the, uh, like, directional buttons, like you just come to a complete halt. So there like, there's no like sense of momentum or movement that like really feels good. Um, and because of that, like it it just makes like gunning it feel like really hollow because you are, you're gunning it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't ever build up to it really. Uh, so, like, the movement in general feels pretty bad. The, the camera is always working against you, which is, I mean, I guess they're paying homage to classic Sonic games, I suppose.
1: <laughs> With bad um, gameplay design. <laughs> That's the yeah, one so, thing everyone loves about Sonic.
0: Like, the camera is either, like, you know, a third person, like, omnidirectional camera, or it is a completely stagnant camera. Um, and, like it's always static in the, the 2d levels or like the, the action stages, which I think generally works pretty good. Um, but it will go to the side scrolling stuff when you're on like 90% of the, um, like platforming puzzles that are in the open world. But the problem is because there are so many of those platforming puzzles, you'll sometimes just like end up walking into them in the middle of them. And you're like caught in this 2D camera where you cannot escape from because you can't like all the all of the like the controls sort of switch. So like now instead of holding up to move forward, like now that just is up. Right. Um, So you can't if you like accidentally get into one of these like little jungle gyms areas like you can't escape. So basically you are wandering around this open world and there are all of these like little bit like pieces of platforming puzzles scattered everywhere. And the goal is to connect uh, is to collect a bunch of these uh, memory tokens in order to save your friends because they're all like trapped in like this cyber world. Um, And so you collect the, the, the memory tokens by doing performing these like little platforming puzzles. And generally they're just like like 15 seconds each. You just like grind on a rail and then you bounce off a spring and then you go through a hoop and then inside the hoop is like one of the keys. Right. But there are like for reference. There are like. 800 of them on the map and they're all marked <laughs> so like you you just you're just picking these things up constantly so it, it is they're needed to progress because like each story beat you need to have a certain amount of the the keys to get but at a certain point when you're just like wandering around the world you're just picking them up so fast that you are just walking from one story beat to the next and the story beats are just two characters talking it's just Tails looking at all the ancient structures and being like, wow, I wonder how these got here. And then Sonic being like, no idea. And then it's like fades to black. And then the new objective is either go collect more tokens or go talk to Tails again. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, story. Yeah. What is it? Like Sonic good tail? No. What? No. <laughs> Sonic, Tails and Amy are flying on the tornado over some islands and then they crash land and Sonic and Sonic's friends are t- are caught in a digital world and Sonic is uh, in the real world and he's got to get him out. And he does that by running around the island. <laughs> it, it It is. It, it's disappointing because like, I think you, what really separated Sonic also from like other things back in the day was like, let me say, like, I feel like Sonic's biggest competitor has always been something like Mario. Would you agree with that? Like, that was always the comparison, like, that that was the whole long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that right? was the hope of Sega. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I feel like while there were a lot of missteps with things like Sonic Adventure one and two, like what I think they really nailed was having at least an interesting story going on or like a story that like had like plot beats wow. and, and like character and and different developments and stuff like that. It didn't always land. It was it was cheesy. Sure. But like, you know, it's, it's the anime bullshit of like power of friendship stuff. But like, I, I just don't think that like this game doesn't have any of that. Like there are no plot beats. It's just Sonic is trying to rescue his friends. And then he eventually does because it's just the one thing that happens in the game. Eggman's there. Eggman is also <gasps> trapped in the digital distortion world. Oh, uh, I don't know why. I don't know why he was there. Like, I, like he just he shows up and he's just there.
1: Do do they introduce him by Dr. Robotnik
0: Eggman?
1: Like, just really, like, no. No,
0: like, he just, he shows up, and, and, like, Sonic and him have, like, two lines of dialogue together. Uh, Like, there's just nothing. I don't know why he's there. Uh, Because he's
1: he's Sonic, man.
0: (laughs) I guess. It's just, it's so weird, because, like, I think this game is, like, so odd. Especially, I feel like, if they're trying to capitalize on the one thing that's been successful about Sonic over the past ten 15 years which has been the sonic movies like those are so full of character and like like a, a character right like like there's like portrayal like like the different characters have different feelings about things and and are all different whereas everyone in this game is just the exact same they're all static and like the story is not interesting there's no vibrance to the world like it's just it's all dead
1: sonic frontiers it's all dead <laughs> Uh, also, so basically, like... Put that on well, the shirt. I'm
0: sorry, I feel like I've done, like, a bad job explaining, like, what this is, oh, no, but... Oh, no, 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 I,
1: I, I, I you're, you're, uh, I'm, I, I'm getting the vibe.
0: Okay. So, I think the, one of the, like, most egregious parts about this, so I played it on the PS5, and, and that's what everyone reviewed it on. Um, so, like, the pop-in. <laughs> I don't <laughs> generally care about, like, how like the presentation of a game generally like I, I i do a little bit and like it's kind of our job to talk about that sort of stuff and like really like get into the weeds of something like that um but like technical performance like generally doesn't really bother me the, the frame rate in this is not very good you will break open a box there's just like boxes littered everywhere and then like the game will freak the fuck out it will not know what to do because <laughs> um, it's like uh, uh, there's also like, <laughs> like there's more than four pieces of this box here like i don't know how to handle this Um, But I think like the pop in with this is just egregious. So the idea is that there are all these jungle gyms, right? These like rails and and, and, like rails and um, bounce pads and like hoops and things like that to use to get around the world to both like traverse and also to collect those memory tokens and stuff like that. Um, But there are certain things like islands and stuff that you need to like grind on rails to get to or use these like platforming puzzles to get to but the pop-in is and i'm not being hyperbolic here like 15 feet like i'm, I'm serious watch some gameplay of this of this like fully released video game the pop-in is just a abhorrent you cannot make plans on how to get places in sonic frontiers because you cannot see where you want to go and you cannot like you don't have the information to understand like how to get there so Sometimes you'll run around a a little island being like, how the hell am I supposed to get here? Oh, there's an underground tunnel. Sometimes you'll run around an island being like, how am I supposed to get here? Oh, there is a platform that I need to jump to that I can't see unless I jump to it. Like... One of the like, oh, I can't get here because there's a tunnel that I need to find. Like, okay, that's kind of cool. But the fact that there is both a tunnel that you need to find sometimes and also sometimes the game just doesn't show you the information you need unless you're like making like Hail Mary jumps into like the ether (laughs) is it's terrible. It is. It is like really, really, really bad.
1: All right. Now I got to do some comparisons, right? Yes. Is this game? better than the medium
0: fuck we're
1: starting with the hard questions today
0: i guess i had more fun with this game like because also like like i when i started it up i didn't hate it initially because you're sort of like getting accustomed to it and everything and then what you know you play for 30 minutes and you go oh this is it like this is all you have oh no right
1: yeah (laughs) yeah um
0: uh, there, there is some laughable stuff in here. I think that, like, that I, that I laughed at in a, in a, I don't know, like I had fun. Like, uh, Fuck okay. no, I didn't. Like, 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 I thought the medium was a completely was a completely lifeless husk of a video game. I thought this, like, at least you can see what they're trying to do. It just doesn't work.
1: Okay, so is this better than Gotham Knights?
0: No. Probably not.
1: Okay. 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 Yeah. Is this better than Elden Ring?
0: No. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it
1: is not. <laughs> All right. Now, you've answered the questions. I've calibrated where this is on your scale of reviews. Um, ultimately, uh, uh, it is uh, better than the medium.
0: <laughs> it is better than the medium. It's better than Scorn. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I really didn't like this year. It's better than Final Fantasy, Stranger Paradise, for sure. Okay. Um, it, it is fu- it is Emerald. functional it is functional it just doesn't like feel very good to play it doesn't look good like there's no story there for you to latch on to like, like i sonic fans will like this like, like i said because there's sonic in it and you get to run really fast and like that's all that's all sonic fans c- might need because like hey those other games aren't very good right so this is a dramatic step up in terms of it's a functioning video game um, that isn't two hours long that has Sonic in it and he does some cool stuff sometimes, but it's just one of those things where like, I don't know what Sonic team has been doing. Like, I feel like they've regressed so far from how fluid the Sonic and Shadow stages are in Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, and it's, it's a little baffling, in my opinion. All right. I, I think feel like I said, I feel like I've done a poor job maybe explaining like what the moment to moment game is for this. Um But I I think that if you watch a video, you'll be able to sort of see the things that I'm talking about um, better than me just sort of talking like shotgun firing, like what doesn't work about Sonic Frontiers? Everything. I don't know. (laughs) Where where would we be able to
1: find out more about what it's what it looks like, (laughs) like playing it?
0: Oh, that's really interesting, Justin. I think if you become a deluxe podcast producer on patreon.com slash hitbox pod for just $3 a month, you'll be able to to have a bonus episode of about 30 minutes of additional conversation. And then also you get a YouTube video of us playing it and talking with that that conversation over it. Um, that's where I would go. Like okay. If I, I wanted that's a, more. That seems yeah. like a great
1: place to go. And how, how much would, would that be again?
0: Again, that's three dollars a month, and oh, in okay, addition okay. to that, like you're not yeah, just paying three dollars no. for this Sonic footage. Like, you know, you're getting uh, twenty additional thirty minute episodes. So that's another Lots. ten hours of, of Hitbox content um, for just three dollars a month. So, uh, and you can help us um, buy new microphones. <laughs> <laughs> we cameras. don't need new microphones, um, but we would love your three dollars if you can. If not, hey, I'm not a cop. Do whatever you like. Or your dad. Uh, Last thing in the Metacritic roundup here is Signalus. Have you heard of this game, Justin?
1: Signalus? No.
0: This came out October 27th. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because it's a recent release. And I played it this week. I had a little bit of free time. I have not finished it. Um, It is very, very cool. It's a survival horror game. Um, Like a cyberpunk survival horror game about a replicant. Person who's like looking for a human person on this like cloning facility thing, this like mining facility thing. Um, it's very Resident Evil inspired, like old school Resident Evil. It doesn't have the tank controls, although you can turn those on if you want, but they're not on by default. Um, and it's very punishing, very difficult if you're not prepared. Uh, for example, you can hold six items total, and then the that rest have to seem be- like a lot. Nope, the rest have to go in your your like storage box. Um in the save rooms when you uh if if there's like you know how in like Resident Evil there's like typewriters. Yeah. Um this one there's like LCD TVs and um when you if you opt not to save, the whole screen goes red and black text for like 2 seconds just appears that says you'll regret that later. Cuz oh. if you die like there's no auto save, if you die you go back to your last manual save. Oh, it's cool. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a Justin game, but I like it a lot.
1: Signalist. So this is where where can where can I play? where did you play it? Where can I play it?
0: Justin, you can play it on Xbox Game Pass if you oh. wanted to. Uh, it's on it's on everything, I think, except for Switch. Um, but it's on, it's Switch. on game Pass. It got,
1: it got an 84. It's the highest scoring uh, on the Switch, actually.
0: Oh, did I even read what the scores were? Were.
1: No, but but so they are there
0: on PC. It's an 80 on Xbox One. It's an 80 on Switch. It's an 84, and on PS4, it's a 79. Um, it's cool. It is. It is like um, it's very unnerving and unsettling. Uh, it goes. It goes a long time without the shoe dropping. If you know what I, if like that makes sense. Which I think a lot of horror games tend to like be very excited for you to get to the actual horror of it. Whereas this like, spends a really long time building. Um, if you've seen the movie or read the book Annihilation, I would say that this is um, reminds me of similar vibes as that.
1: Yeah, I, I'm just looking at it, it kind of has that like little bit of like older, creepy art style to it a little bit. It's very um, pixelated.
0: Um, yeah. But like when I first sort of saw this, uh, I thought that it would not control very well based on like what it looked like and, and all this sort of stuff. But it feels really fluid. I think it's at 60 frames per second, even with its weird like. Uh, pixel distortion stuff going on. Uh, it's very good. I really like it a lot.
1: Better than Sonic Frontiers? Yeah. Shocking that it's only a six point different. On, uh... <laughs> I know. Can you believe
0: that Sonic Frontiers is apparently better than trek to yomi as it, according to metacritic let me tell you something i am still so <laughs> frustrated by I know, that i know
1: and 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 this i think this goes beyond my uh fantasy uh critic at this point because that was a good game man art gameplay a little difficult a little frustration but i still got through it because it's like that frustration that i know i can overcome this
0: i think um a game like trek to yomi has a hard time competing well first of all i think this is just like a failing of of like an aggregate review score. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't it just doesn't take any sort of like nuance or, or anything like that into consideration. Um, but I also think that Trek Diomi, brand new IP, no one knows what it is. No one has any preconceived notions about like if they're going to like it or not based on being handed the code. Whereas Sonic Frontiers, I think people the people who are gonna review that are Sonic fans, most likely. Um and so it is going to always tilt a little bit more positively. But so there you go.
1: Damn you Sonic fans. Mario wannabes.
0: Hey, watch out. They'll
1: They'll find me. Go ahead. They'll, like they'll and do subscribe. Shadow
0: the hedgehog cosplays at you. Um oh Big the Cats in this one, by the way. I saw the fishing. It looks so fun. How do you like the fishing? Uh the fishing breaks the game because you can buy upgrade tokens using the fishing points. Uh and you could grind you could like, you know, look for the upgrade tokens out in the open world for hours and hours and hours, or you can fish for about fifteen minutes and buy seven hundred of them.
1: Oh, so, sounds great. Sounds like uh, similar to what Nier Automata did when you can just buy trophies.
0: Exactly, but I think Nier Automata like, did that on purpose. Like I think that they just forgot like, with Sonic oh. Frontiers. Like, oh, like aren't, aren't these supposed to be like kind of hard to get? Balance? What's that? Sonic definitely does not know what that is. Let's talk about the news. <laughs> <laughs> ba just in the playstation vr 2 is going to be launching in february priced at 549 dollars 99 did you catch all that sorry yeah playstation vr 2 launching february 22nd 2023 um and it's gonna cost f- 550 bucks what do you think how does this make you feel personally
1: It, it, I'm I'm conflicted my friend because I I balked at buying the steam deck for yeah. prices pricing reasons thinking realistically I'm not going to use that or there are other things I can do in order to, to play things like the steam deck that I'm not going to need that but like 549 for something that is even more of a specific case use than the steam deck is a lot of money for me to think about spending on this
0: yeah um for me and we've talked about this before had they said that half-life alex was coming to this day one i would buy it i would buy it and then i would be interested in experiencing all sorts of other vr stuff that i had never done even at 549 um maybe i don't uh, maybe like uh, there are other It's ways a really to, yeah. Go on.
1: there are other ways to do that and i think like spending that much money on it um, for something that is tied to your PlayStation, which is—it's not even a price thing at a certain point because if I'm going to spend that much money on a, a VR headset, I want it to be on a computer where I can like download new songs to Beat Saber and yeah, break it yeah. and do this other stuff where the, the, these these kind of mods and stuff are to really get my use out of it in weird ways. But like this at 549 for something that's locked in like that for a couple of maybe like one or two a year, maybe 10, 15 hour experiences that are like top tier VR experiences.
0: I don't know if that's going to be worth it. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I think that like this headset is very impressive in terms of its specs, uh, especially when, when compared to other things. Uh, and so I think that price is honestly pretty good for those specs. Um, especially with the, the, what are they called? The, the controllers, the dual or the edge.
1: No, uh, includes, uh, the sense, the VR2 VR2 sense. sense. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, like, I think those are really cool, uh, in concept. I've never seen one, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I do know what you're saying. um, I just think that I want to play Half-Life Alex, and I would love to to have that potentially be my gateway into other VR stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, And because because like PC gaming for me is something that is so like. It's so foreign and not something that I'm really good at or really enjoy, Uh, whereas console gaming like I do like that's where that's where. I feel really comfortable. So if I had a VR headset that was connected to console stuff, I think that would work a lot better. Uh, the problem, I guess, though, is that there are still a lot of unknowns about this headset for me to even consider wanting to buy this. For example, if it worked on PC, that'd be very cool. It's my understanding the original PSVR kind of worked on PC with a little bit of finagling, but like there is no word on like what sort of compatibility this will have with it. Similar, like, how does it plug in? Does it go into the USB-C port on the front? If not, that's a problem. Or a USB-A port, sorry. Um, if not, like, if it has to go through the HDMI, like the other one did, like, forget it, right? Yeah. Um,
1: Like... Yeah. perspective here, and I know this is a beefy system, and when you look at all the specs next to each other, I could buy a MetaQuest 2. That's the one that doesn't have – that's not connected to anything. I can yep. buy that for $400. Yeah. And like at a certain point, that is a lot of money already, $400 or something like that. Plus, this one is an extra 150 Yes, it's top-of-the-line hardware, top-of-the-line VR, top-of-the-line all this other stuff. But then you have to add the game price on top of that stuff, too. I'm right. sure these games aren't going to be $10. They're You know, going to be full-price games. There's no backwards compatibility. And as someone who was a pretty big fan of the original PSVR and got a lot of use out of that, the use was very, very stunted uh, throughout, its, uh, throughout me owning it. Um, and I really enjoyed playing things like Moss and Moss Book 2. But like I, 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 I for me to be like this, someone who is like this, who is pretty jazzed about this stuff um, like oh, this is going to kill Sony's VR. And there, There's no way that this is going to be something that is a mainstream VR system for people. It's Agreed. not going to bring in new people to really enjoy this, because ultimately, when we're looking at this, Yes, I know it's 549, but you're only limited to people who have only 549. You're you're limited to people who have PS5s who can play this. So that is not only the price of a PS5, it's now the price of this which makes this expensive. And yeah, you gaming PCs are expensive, but like for a console player who's not used to spending that kind of money, who goes crazy if you decide to to charge $600 for a console. You yeah. know, like that's just not the market for this and I'm sure these sales aren't going to be great maybe, maybe they are, maybe I'm crazy. I don't think so. But like I don't think these sales are going to go well and even if it is at first they go well, I don't think long-term people are going to keep buying these and I think this is the components in here are way too expensive to suddenly cut this by $300 you know oh, like a-
0: agreed yeah uh like it's definitely not going to see any sort of price dip in until at least like 2026 at Right, at least this is launching on I mean, 2023 but
1: uh, maybe if it was like to me i think the price point in my head that i was hoping for would be 400
0: uh, me too like that's like the sweet spot of like yeah that's expensive but hey but it's yeah, not I, I it's would, not more I would, expensive than a ps5 like come i on. would easily throw money at that yeah
1: uh, I yeah, know I, I did I sign it, up though for uh, a pre-order though.
0: Well, like, like that's the thing. Like, what's tough though is keeping current with this sort of thing is like, well, if you want to stay current and be able to talk about this, like, one hundred percent, like, you might have to. But I yeah. don't know. And I mean,
1: I like I got the the mail for the message for the email when it first came out to do it, but it's still kind of like that non-committal. Yes, you get you yeah, sign up right. to get in the queue or whatever. Um, But I just don't foresee me like following through, and I know for a fact I won't because I pre-ordered God of War Ragnarok today, and I got an email saying your pre-order is going to be charged, and I was like, wait a second, I didn't, no, I did not, I did not do that for the PSVR2. No, I did not do that, I didn't, and I no, checked. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, think that yeah. was Ragnarok. I was like, oh my god, I was like, so <laughs> I knew at that moment when that comes due, I will not be in line to get that day one. That's
0: <laughs> fair. It makes sense um that said they uh they did announce 11 new uh psvr2 games uh that are going to be coming did they say like at launch yeah that you'll be able to enjoy when the psvr2 launches on february 22nd so there is there are 11 games the problem is you know it's 550 dollars, and then if you want any of these games you're gonna have to pay additional cash for. Uh, so we've obviously got horizon call of the mountain, which we knew about the dark picture is switchback. Uh, this is an, a super massive VR game. Uh, they did one for, um, until dawn. It was like, like called blood rush or something where it's like, you're on like a track and you're like sitting in like a, uh, like roller coaster car. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's like a shooting gallery type thing. And it looks like they're doing one of those for, um, like a brand new dark pictures experience switchback is not any of the ones that we know about so far, uh, seven, seven, 17th century, new England on a ghost ship. Um, I don't know. That sounds kind of fun in a haunted mansion ride. (laughs) Um, right. Then you've got crossfire Sierra squad. Um, the crossfire is that, uh, uh, first person shooter series that we talked about earlier this year. Crossfire X, I think was earlier this year. That was, a bad game um then there is the light brigade uh which i'm not super like i I don't know a whole lot about this this is um a single player rogue like experience filled with immersive gunplay and moody mystery Um, Ooh,
1: you know me and my moody mysteries
0: justin if i know anything about you is that you love moody mysteries (laughs) oh yeah it's it's dangerous (laughs) Uh, you got Cities VR Enhanced Edition. So if you want to do the city stuff in VR, to be honest, that one sounds kind of cool. I would give that a shot. I mean, I would probably give all these a shot if I had this uh, the v- PSVR 2. But like doing a city builder thing, I think in VR would be pretty cool. Depending on the price. I guess that's super fair. Then we've got uh, Cosmonious, Cosmonious High. Um, very easy to say video game. Uh, It is a single player alien adventure. Uh, They take the players take the role of Prismy, a rare alien species that can adapt to any situation. They crash land into a school and then um, there's like. I guess I don't know. It's like a you go into a high school is what it is. Okay, Mm, mm.
1: I don't know. I, I mean, this I do feel like some days there are there are aliens who have invaded my school. So maybe this is like actually my story.
0: Justin who knows this could be Cosmonious High colon The Justin Makovich story
1: I mean maybe Maybe, maybe it, it could be is. like a
0: DLC chapter where they're like in your class
1: mm, You know Rendered in 4k And everyone's yeah. gonna be like dude throw shit away <laughs> so messy
0: <laughs> and like to get you distracted you have to like eat bananas or not bananas oranges in the back and then you come oh, over and then and you and, throw and them and just squirt
1: ketchup in the in Ew. the garbage cans yeah
0: I guess so uh anyway <laughs> another game here is uh hello neighbor search and rescue hello neighbor is a video game that like has taken children by storm um <laughs> do you know what I mean you know what I'm saying like it is like very popular with the kiddos yeah it just um, really
1: gets them like used to like knocking on their neighbor's doors and like bugging strangers
0: doesn't he like kidnap you i don't know like i didn't play it Uh, i just know that it exists (laughs) Uh, but it's a hello neighbor game for vr which sounds like a lot then you got jurassic world aftermath collection um i guess i don't know what like is uh, jurassic world aftermath the collection makes it sound like those games were released before so i'm not super sure about what Exactly, yeah, a survival this is. adventure
1: game, both part one and part two into one complete collection. Uh, set between Jurassic World and Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, players crash land on a familiar Isla Isla, Isla Nublar and find themselves trapped in an abandoned research facility. Ooh,
0: See, that sounds pretty good. Like, like that's I, I would play that a Jurassic Park game where you're like hiding from raptors and stuff.
1: I just hope the one scene that they they have in there. I know it's not from those two movies, but it's the one when he's eating all the melted ice cream. When I was a kid, for whatever reason, in all the horrors of the original Jurassic Park movie, when when John Hammond's sitting there, oh, I gotta eat before and he's like eating the melted ice cream. That was like a that was like a core memory in Locks. I don't now remember I always thinking about like. Is that you the don't first movie? Isn't the first movie and like the power had gone out, so he's just sitting there in his room, like uh, looking, yeah, okay, okay. You remember eating the melty ice cream, and that's why I always remember, uh, like, when, uh, th- when when I'm eating ice cream and you, like, leave it out a little bit. I'm like, ah, just like John Hammond, guys.
0: <laughs> Die in that movie?
1: Mm, no, I think he died in eventually. Uh, no, he got out. Remember that moment? You have that moment in there. Uh, it's like the really cool moment when it's like the raptor's about to attack, and all of a sudden the superhero, the good guy, the hero, the T Rex comes out of there, bites him, and they play.
0: <laughs> and they get the little banner. And the that banner goes falls by. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah and, the, and then the T Rex looks at the camera and does a T Rex stab.
0: Yeah, they've got just stubby little arms though, so it, it was a little confusing yeah, but, at the but time. But really, very ahead of it, its when time. you're wondering
1: where dabbing came from, it was because of Jurassic Park. That was it was, like, in it was Jurassic the key. Park. Yep, in, yeah, Jurassic Dab Yep, That's how it started. Yep yep.
0: yep, yep, yep. Next game here is Pistol Whip VR. This is actually like Pistol Whip is like one of those like S tier VR games. I think um, it's like. What, what'll be what'll be cool about seeing this on psvr2 is that they say that every weapon has its own feedback for firing and reloading plus adaptive triggers adding unique flavor to providing different levels of resistance when a clip is fully empty or full so uh that that seems interesting i'd play that there's zenith the last city which is uh, um, also a video game uh, <laughs> this is this is a previously released game Um, that will be coming in it looks like it's an rpg sort of thing uh next we got after the fall which is um like a post-apocalyptic game set in la where you it's like multiplayer where you're teaming up with uh different or is it multiplayer yeah 32 players at a time uh in a world i don't know if it's a first-person thing i'm gonna assume that a lot of these are just because they're vr games but uh, and then the last thing we have on here is tentacular um it is a about a gigantic good-hearted tentacled beast trying to find out its place in the world um sounds a little bit like octodad
1: this looks like it's a couple of like uh color shaders away from being an m or an ao rated game
0: yeah the the like sort of head of this octopus is a little
1: yeah this is why this is why it's probably good that all games don't have mod support you know
0: you know, I guess that's true. Uh, so there you go, PSVR two. I don't know. Uh, I know you're in for pre order thing. I did not sign up, but there's just not not a whole lot here that's like lighting me on fire. It's a problem that I feel like I've always had with the PSVR is that like individually a lot of these games sound pretty good, um, but like they're games I would love to try. They're not necessarily games that like I think I would want to spend. Over five hundred dollars to try and find out if I like or not. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, um, I, I I'm just trying to find out if a uh, Beat Saber is coming to PSVR2. It's got to um, be right. I mean, if it doesn't, uh, wh- <laughs> that's the one game I need in my life. I mean, got the Green Day pack. Do I have to buy all my packs again? Ooh,
0: the Green Day pack. What kind of what mm. kind of tunes are on that one?
1: Green Green Day music.
0: What's well, it no, right? <laughs> I figured <laughs> I guess I meant <laughs> specifically. Uh, it doesn't matter. Hey, uh, other PlayStation news. Sony has lost nearly 2 million PlayStation Plus subscribers uh, ever s- since they reworked the service a few months ago. So in a financial report, basically, Sony revealed that um, it has dropped from uh, 47.3 million subscribers uh, from the end of June uh, to 45.4 million uh, in, in September, so that's a decrease in four percent. But that is still, hey, you know, two million people that that have dipped out since since it first opened up. Uh, what do you think about that?
1: It's interesting. I, I wonder what the reason of that is uh, specifically. Um, and I don't know if it's necessarily like solely the fault of the new system or. Or the, the new service with the different tiers and that being confusing, or it's a lack of good games that are coming out, or it's just the lack of, uh, you know, people playing Sony for these little things anymore. Um, I feel like now more than ever, for me, Sony has become the first party mas- machine. Um, and yep. I, I use it for first party games. Um, and I think there's been a lot of games that have come out this year that maybe make people not wanna go back and play some of those older games. And really when I hear a lot of these things, it's not like I'm suddenly drawn to come back to to Sony because they're they're not releasing the new stuff on there. I mean, how much stuff on Game Pass do you get that's new that I feel like even if I do have my subscription there? It is going to be worth it to even just turn on a game after a couple months and just try it out, see if I like it or not. I don't know if I get that same feeling with uh, PlayStation Plus that I do uh, with uh, Game Pass. So,
0: agreed. Uh, Like, I would. I I think that like people love people like to compare Game Pass to PS Plus. And I think that that sort of comparison, if you are looking to subscribe to PS Plus as a new subscriber, will only do you poorly because they're not the same. Right. I think that comparison is legit and valuable um, it, 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 to rather to contrast each one than really compare them, because I think there's just not that much similar other than just like you pay a fee to play games for free. Right. Uh, it's play think, like a I, large library. But yeah. I do a-
1: think with, with this like rebrand though, they the comparisons eat more easily lend themselves to each other um, because they are really putting that library front and, and center when they had a lot of these same games on the, uh, what was that? The streaming one, um, PlayStation Now. Mm-hmm. Um, people just did not hear that or use that or think about that. But now that it is front and center, it's really hard for you to look at that and be like, oh, it's worth it or Ooh, it's not worth it. Um, but
0: yeah, I guess no, what I, I'm trying to go on oh go ahead, oh, go ahead. I, I guess what I was trying to say is though that like people might have jumped onto p s plus whatever premium or whatever it's called uh thinking that expecting it to be game pass and the problem is while they're similar uh game pass has new games on it right like like it launches games on it and I'm I understand that like hey what was it rollerdrome and stray both launched on uh for free on the premium tier but like that's two games right whereas with game pass if you have a scri- subscription to game pass every month you're gonna get like a few brand new like launching titles right October November uh, we've got Somerville is is launching uh, signal has just launched like there's plenty of new things they might not all be huge things like Xbox is, has not had like a super solid year in terms of first party games I don't even think they've had one uh, but I think one actually is coming up later this month um, Pentiment. It's the obsidian games one drafted um, that i imagine that's gonna be very good um but like it's gonna be a 71 fuckers <laughs> but like what i'm trying to say is like uh game pass like has that going for it and ps plus just simply doesn't and I think that if you subscribe to it hoping to see what that was, like hoping to, for it to be Game Pass, I think you're going to unsubscribe and be a little disappointed because it's just not that. Do you know what I'm saying with that? And, and I do
1: think part of that has to do with you get the bump of the people trying out a service for when it first comes out totally. and like seeing what it's like and then kind of like going back and forth with that. Um, so... I think part of this is a natural progression of what happens when you get a new service or new subscription. But ultimately, they've not done enough, in my opinion, to get me to come back to this and keep it. Um, So when my subscription gets up at the end of December, am I going to go back to get the uh, – what tier am I on? Premium? extra whatever the i don't know if i'm gonna do that again because i don't know if i use it enough as of now to do that and i don't feel like i'm gonna benefit from just letting these new games come on and be like oh now i can play ratchet and clank from uh, up your arsenal and still like like make that be worth it anymore
0: i feel like playstation has a this is pretty emblematic of like a lot of playstation's historical uh like missteps where they announce a service and then don't support it like like they start out like hey we've got you know playstation plus extra or hey we've got ps now or whatever uh and they launch it and then it just doesn't really go anywhere or do anything same with like this playstation stars thing that i signed up for like there's some stuff you can do in there but like I i feel like they haven't really done any sort of push to be like hey here's why this is cool or hey here's why you should care and keep caring right um and a lot like, of companies have that issue, but I feel like this is just one of those things.
1: I feel like Sony's quick to drop those things too when they don't become successful because it's not making money. They don't look at the long picture, and I think that's one thing that you know, regardless of what you think about Xbox, I think their their long picture view is about getting people to be invested in their uh, ecosystem and to get people yeah. to stay there. And they they might not be making as much money now, um, but long term, people are going to be stuck. In Xbox, um, it sounds like a negative thing, but they are gonna want to stay there because they have all this stuff that they're that they're used to and everything. And I just think Sony's so quick to cut ties with stuff, so
0: that's why people also, are cutting ties with you. I think it's worth pointing out though that like Microsoft has the ability to do to like run things for so long and not make money just because they're fucking Microsoft. And Sony, I would say, is in a much much different position. Um But I, I think that that still all stands pretty well, but. Uh, I, I think that they were they were down in subscribers, but up into like total profits or whatever. I don't think this is necessarily a bad sign. I think it's just interesting. Um, and I mean, hey, they still have 45 million people subscribe to this. So, like. I think they are fine. <laughs> they're gonna be
1: fine. That's like almost a billion, right? When you, we count it up.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, you know, if you round up very generously. Yeah, that's almost a billion people. Yeah. 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 Uh, Justin. Hideo Kojima had his podcast that he announced when was that what was that for was that for, it was a keely show wasn't it Yeah, wasn't that at
1: game awards like he comes out there's like i got a podcast no, and i'm like great was, but what about your silent hill
0: it was over the was it the the summer game fest He
1: like came up and it like thought i had like a speech or whatever that that they were doing this or maybe it was something else
0: he showed up and he was sitting in front of like a giant like sound mixer as if like he's recording a podcast in like a recording studio (laughs) um although it's hideo kojima so he could do that probably uh well he he, the podcast is called brain what is it called brain structure um with hideo kojima it's on spotify it's a spotify original podcast um he did an episode talking about blue box game studios um which he has never i don't think publicly spoken or really like publicly addressed the whole connection to him with blue box game studios and abandoned. Uh, if you need a quick refresher and I maybe are tuning into our programming for the very first time, uh, blue box game studios who we talk about frequently, um, is working on a game called abandoned, which uh, a lot of people when they first announced it and showed it off, seemed to think that it was, um, a fake studio created by Kojima in the same vein of Moby Dick studios when they, uh, we're promoting uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid v. Um, a lot of people thought that Blue Box Game Studios was a front, a similar sort of fictional um, studio made for Hideo Kojima returning to Konami to make PT or Silent Hill or whatever he, whatever people wanted that to be. Um, and at this point, it has been—it's pretty clear that that's not the case um that's just straight up not the case uh, but no Hideo Kojima finally spoke on it in the most recent episode of brain structure Justin have you listened to this episode
1: I have not I feel like I've I've missed out on a huge moment for blue box game studios I feel like I'm a, I'm a fake fan I feel like I need to delete um the real-time experience app for my PlayStation 5 right now have you not no I'm waiting one day I'll come up there and be like <laughs> updating and I'll be like yeah, yeah. besides how is they going to mine that cryptocurrency if I don't have it installed on my Playstation
0: I guess you're right just that I'm surprised that you didn't listen to this uh, I'll say this it's 30 minutes it's a pretty quick and easy listen um, it's basically just Hideo Kojima talking to Jeff Keighley uh, it, it, they like talk about how it's like a, a like a the game awards episode or something like that Um, but like if it were about the game awards, I feel like they would have talked more about the game Awards. (laughs) Like I thought that they were going to be saying like, Oh, and we're also announcing the nominees for something here. Uh, no, basically it's only the game awards because anytime Kojima says anything, Jeff Keighley interrupts and is like, this is exactly like my experience with working on the game awards. I'm not kidding. Hideo Kojima talks about how he was accused on the internet of being the assassin of, um, what was his name? Something Abe. Uh, former prime minister of Japan. You remember this? Yes. We talked about yes. it on the show. He talked about that, like saying like it was really hard because like this fake news just spread. And like, I didn't know what to do about it other than just like refute the claim. Uh, but most people don't hear the follow up; They just hear the initial headline. And then Jeff Keeley, after hearing his friend talk about how he was uh, people on the internet thought he had murdered a human being, Said, yeah, this is just like the Game Awards where people think that we're going to be announcing certain games and we're not, and it's like, okay, Mister Keeley, perhaps it's like he's got
1: <laughs> one thing in his life that he just keeps bringing <laughs> yeah, it up.
0: Yes, yes, it's like, have you ever seen? Um, uh, uh, I think you should leave. The there's an episode where they do a skit where they're having an intervention in this woman's house. And the house is Jim Davis, author of Garfield's house. And it's all, it's like a Garfield themed house. And so every single thing that they talk about, like she always has to bring back to the Garfield house. (laughs) (laughs) It was like that. Um, Well, basically Hideo Kojima talked about uh, his relationship with blue box, basically saying like, I didn't know them. I didn't know what was going on. Like people thought that I was involved, even though I wasn't. Um, And he was basically just saying like, yeah, it's just so crazy about, you know, the fact that everyone like connected us and all this sort of stuff. Uh, and Jeff Keeley was also like, yeah, it was just so crazy that like, we all sort of got like roped into this and listen, they do make some interesting points about like the idea of like clickbait news and stuff like that. Uh, and, and the rumor mongering, I think that has really taken hold of the games industry, but Jeff Keighley and Hideo Kojima are like, yeah, I have no idea why people thought we were connected to this when all we did when this was like at its peak was tweet about it constantly and like say really cryptic cryptic stuff about PT and whatever. It's like perhaps you're to blame partially. I'm not saying like 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 they definitely leaned into it is what I'm trying to say. Um, And Kojima ended up saying that like people keep sending him pictures of Hassan. Uh, like they still send it to him and his colleagues, uh, and he said, "Like twenty a day, it's really quite a nuisance," um, which is huh. sounds significant. A polite um, way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, a bother, you know. Yeah. It's, just, it's quite the 20 nuisance. Twenty a day—that is a lot. That is quite a lot. But um, he, to be honest, he really didn't say much other than just like, "Yeah, you know, they thought I was a part of this thing, but I wasn't." Uh, and he's like, I don't really know why I thought that. And it's just very easy to see why people thought that, especially because they bring up later. Um, like I said, Moby Dick studios, the this st- fake studio that uh, Hideo Kojima created to promote uh, metal gear solid five. Like the reason why people they thought you eat. maybe did that was because you did do that. Like, <laughs> like you have a history of doing that. And it's not that outlandish to think that you would do something similar. He basically repeats that by saying like, but like my fans should know me and that I would never do the same thing twice. And it's like, I guess, yeah, maybe we should all thought of that. But I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I I just think like
1: at a certain point, a lot of this could have been solved. if yes. Kojima was just like
0: from the beginning. No, because he never because he never just came out and said, I am not involved with this. I, I forget the initial tweet that he did, but
1: he seemed to be like flirting with the idea a little bit um like nothing to like quell the rumors of it which would have been a really easy thing i don't know if there's legal implications of this or anything like that but like just no
0: well i I just i think he leaned into it and and and, you know whether he like implied stuff or not like i think that it's wild for him to be like yeah i don't know why people thought this um
1: um, th- did you see the uh, tweet that Blue Box uh, posted about this?
0: Yeah, they tweeted for the first time in fucking forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they quote tweeted a uh, Game Informer article that basically just like talked about, you know, summarized this, this podcast episode and so they tweeted out we would like to thank at Kojima for addressing the conspiracies openly it has been a burden and not cool for both fans and developers we hope everyone can close this for good we're working hard on abandoned and we would like to thank you for all your patience followed up by saying also we ask fans to stop harassing Hideo Kojima regarding abandoned messages this is not acceptable and it is not entertaining so there you go I mean they haven't tweeted since what April 3rd
1: <laughs> yeah um i think i i i uh still go back to this whole blue box game studios thing i wish it was more organized chaos than just ineptitude from yep. blue box game studios um i wish some of these rumors were true just to, because it would be make a more interesting story than mm-hmm. just people out of their depth with this um but The internet's a a crazy place, and this stuff probably happens a lot with different types of news, not just in the video game industry, but with anything like this. And, you know, I think it's good. And I think, you know, part of the reason, too, with this is, like, at a certain point, this was great for Blue Box Game Studios to get this kind of marketing push, to get this kind of hype around it. The problem was they just couldn't follow through with it because they weren't equipped to follow through with it. And, um, you know, I think what what was better for blue Box game studios kojima being like get away from me or him just being like yeah i wonder maybe this uh something like know, you know what i mean like i think like the marketing thing would have been cool for blue box game studios if they would have come out with a game they didn't
0: right and that's the thing though too like they all like blue box games studios also leaned really heavily into Uh, into the conspiracy stuff. And so with both of them leaning into it together, like I think just really did a bad job. uh, Like it was just a cocktail for, for failure and, and this whole thing to blow up in their faces. And so for both of them to do that, and then for both of them separately to be like, yeah, I don't know why people thought this. All we did was play into it like constantly all the time. It's like, it does not take that like it, it, think about it for like a second guys like i'm like I'm sorry that like you guys got caught up into this, but like you have to accept that like it was not just the fans that did this, it was not just them, like you guys were both stoking the fire, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely, and um now there's like on both their faces,
0: yeah, or I feel box like not on really, kojima like Kojima tends to like. I think he's going to bounce back from this just fine. I, not that he ever really took a dip, I think, but. I mean, he it, where, where's his Silent Hill game? Hmm? Hmm? He also talked about, Um. they talked about th- that rumored, like, Death Stranding 2 that they talked about for Stadia stuff. Um. They, I guess the problem was they talked about, like, you know, it's so wild that, like, all of these things, like, there's just all these rumors all the time. And then I feel like they didn't like ever definitively answer any questions about the rumors or anything like that. They basically just said, like, it's all nonsense. And it's like, wait, what specifically are you talking about? Like, if you want to clear the air here with any of this, like, please do. But like, you have to understand that the reason why people don't. Like, he basically says, Kojima says, like, no one ever reaches out to me to ask me about this stuff. And it's like, would you ever respond? I guess it's, you know, you never know until you try. But like, right, right. It, it, like he, like he's a secretive guy like games are secretive and and he personally is a very secretive about his art and stuff like that which i think is fine but then to come out and be like no one ever asks me about this stuff it's like i sorry like, i don't know like sorry but yeah yeah so there you go um they announced uh uh what's her name from deadpool 2 is going to be in his next game uh, the girlfriend Reynolds, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I'm forgetting the character's mm-hmm. name. Kyoko? Josh Brolin. Nope. Close, though. I think Thanks. her name was Kyoko. Kyoko. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's going to be in it alongside a uh, good old, what's her name? Elle Fanning.
1: Mm, mm, yeah. mm, mm.
0: Justin, I assume you haven't been playing much this week because of work other than the first hour of Persona 5. Yeah.
1: Well, no, the first literally the first like minute Not that even, I just played yeah. for 15 minutes because I'm like, but what if, what if they yeah, changed yeah. one thing? And what if I was the only person to find out about this one thing? Um, but yeah, I, I've been really like, like unable to um, uh, do that. And I even found out the reason that I didn't listen to the Kojima podcast because it's on Spotify and I'm an old man. I use Apple podcasts and where do I listen to my music, Peter? Do you know, do you know the answer to this question?
0: like a well first of all you're not really a music guy so like trick question but second Ooh. of all aren't you like a YouTube music kind of guy
1: I'm a YouTube music kind of guy I mean it came with my YouTube red thank you cobra kai season 1 I had to watch it um but yeah so it's it, it's not uh not frequented but uh yeah um my my fiance did play uh Taylor Swift's uh Midnight album on my on my YouTube music once and now it pops up into my uh regular playlist and let me tell you I'm not upset by it
0: uh I think it's okay.
1: But like when it comes up I'm not I'm not going to skip you it. You know it's it's uh, there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think um I think the song um all too well the 10 minute version is maybe in probably the top 50 best songs ever written by any human being. I it's don't know good if that's ass. a good- Top good 50
1: is good. That's good. Okay. Well, I was like, top 50, is top 50 that Yeah. I'm like, 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 I don't I could know. I couldn't name like, you 50 songs I like, Peter. I couldn't name you. And like, we have I, to like, put together a wedding playlist. Like, how am I going to do that?
0: Well, don't put that on there. That is not a love song. <laughs> uh, Justin, you need some love songs. Come <laughs> on. Uh, Accidentally in Love by Counting Crows. Put that on that wedding playlist. You won't be disappointed, Justin. Well, w- you when, won't you, be. When, you,
1: when you RSVP, put that on there. Did you already RSVP? Of course, I already RSVP. Oh, you think yes. I didn't
0: RSVP to your wedding? Well, I mean, like some people are really taking that December deadline to heart. (laughs) (laughs) I got a question. Uh, Sorry that this is being recorded. Uh, So like I bought you a gift, but then it said it got delivered. Did that get delivered to you? Probably. Okay.
1: Yeah. It said it was
0: delivered and it did not come to my house. And so I was uh, like, I I assume it went to you guys. Yeah, it
1: was on the registry, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're like taking notes of like what what people are sending and we'll send out those.
0: Literally, no, the fact. literally no worries. It's just like I had this panic where I was like, I bought this thing and I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Justin, uh, you haven't been playing any video games. I did also start playing Resident Evil six. Yeah, I saw you roommate, tweet Josh.
1: about this. I saw you tweet about this.
0: Thoughts, man. Were you actually liking it? Yes. Oh, Wow. No. It's stupid. It's funny. It's fun. Like, it's one of those things where I think anything can be a good time when you're playing with friends. Like, that's just true, right? Like, Josh and I had a good time playing Resident Evil 5. I would say that game sucks. Like, that game is just really bad, uh, both on a, like, what it's about level, and then also on a, like, the actual, like, mechanics and stuff level. Resident Evil 6 a hoot and a holler. It's a hoot and a holler. It's a hoot and a holler. We haven't played a whole lot of it, just about two hours. So, like, there's still a lot of time for um it to go wrong let's say but um it's just a big d- big dumb action game where there's zombies you know like i get why people don't like it especially if they were wanting something like resident evil 4 which while it was goofy and like a big dumb dumb action game at times like it also had the ability to like it wasn't like stupid all the time you know uh, whereas this game is like it's stupid all the time like every character is an idiot um it opens with leon uh he's with the president who has turned into a zombie like his his fucking face is falling off and he's he's approaching leon Hmm. and leon's got his gun drawn at him and he's like don't make me do this man please mr president don't stop it's like do you not like leon this is not your first rodeo did you forget what zombies are (laughs) like you know what i mean like he's got his like mouth gaping open and he's like bloody everywhere it's like leon like come on man um well, it, um, it, like I get, I get why people don't like it but it is it's better than five right way better like like yeah. yeah like like the mechanics are great it is fun it's fast it's an action game so it's not a horror game like like i get that if you wanted a horror game like resident evil's roots like i get why you wouldn't like this and i also get why you might not like this especially if you're not playing with a friend but um i like it well enough so I mean, you, you tweeted about it. You said, you know, I picked up Resident Evil 6 for the first time this weekend.
1: And how dare anyone who ever told me that this game was bad. Are you seeing this right now? You got some good engagement on that. I mean, oh my I'm gosh. Dropping it's made a me like so on anxious. it right now.
0: It made yes. you anxious. Yeah, so there's like 3,000 views on this video. And I, like, I'm
1: probably giving you like 100 of them as we're just recording this, but.
0: All of these randos that I don't know have been just responding to me. And like. You know how it is when you talk about video games, like your video game opinions on the internet, you guys, yep. like half the people are saying like, you fucking idiot. And then the other half yep. are like being like, mm, quite we are all very <laughs> sophisticated, aren't we? And it's like, please, that's not what I want. Like,
1: <laughs> was anyone um, commenting on your uh, playing ability in this game?
0: No, uh, it, it's just a quick clip. So the, the clip I, I posted um, is Leon and I think her name's like Helena come out of a, a building and like you run over to some survivors. And like I sprinted in, I elbowed a zombie in the back. Its head explodes. And then I did an RKO like where I grabbed the zombie around its neck and jumped to the ground with it and then pulled out two handguns and started just blasting into the crowd. Like it's stupid. It's big. It's bombastic. But like it's so fun. Like. I don't know. I guess if you wanted a a serious Resident Evil story, yeah, I I get why you might not love this. But I I think at the end of the day, like this is a lot of fun. And that fun for me always goes over pretty much anything else in a video game. A
1: serious Resident Evil story. Did anyone play Resident Evil 4?
0: What a part of that game is serious, my friend. Well, that's the thing, right? Like I think that they wanted maybe the tension that that game has, which, I mean, Resident Evil 6 just doesn't because you're just like... Like I said, you're wielding dual pistols and just like firing at you're firing 60 bullets a second. Like, like I get it. Um, it, This is a far cry from Resident Evil seven, right? Which is like a, a much tighter, much scarier experience. I would say that Resident Evil seven is probably better. Like, but they're just they're different flavors, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I get that some people don't like this flavor. But me, me, Justin, I'm a Spamoni fan. All right, got the pistachio. You got the cherry, and then I forget what the other one is. Like chocolate, right? Chocolate, I think so. Yeah, I like yeah. Spamone. I'm
1: more of a Neapolitan.
0: Which one's that? That's is that just chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry?
1: Yeah, got get that because sometimes the pistachio, it's like I'm not in the mood for that pistachio.
0: Oh, I'm always in a mood for pistachios. Mm. I couldn't like call them
1: pistachios we... now; it sounds a lot cooler. Pistachios got pistachios. Yeah. My stachios.
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, I like. I, I get. I get it. Some people don't like the flavor of Resident Evil Six. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Is it better uh, than the medium? Yes, of course Be- it
1: is. Better than Sonic Frontiers?
0: Yes. Ask me something harder. Uh,
1: better than Elden Ring? No. <laughs> better than Horizon Forbidden West?
0: Yes no no no
1: where's that video at that'll get you some engagement on twitter no
0: i i tweeted it uh again sometimes like i'll, I'll say something and then people will just like come out and roast me um when they with there were like the ign articles going around about like are they remaking horizon zero dawn i like quote tweeted and was like maybe they'll remake it into a better game um, <laughs> and i had a bunch of people commenting under that like this is an l and it's like no
1: all right Here's the real question for you. Better character, Leon Kennedy or Abby Anderson.
0: Abby, for sure.
1: Ooh, okay, OK. Like, like
0: like Leon is is a stock character, right? Like Mm -hmm. in the first game, he's the stock rookie cop on his first his first day of the job. Right. In this in the fourth game, like he's a stock like I'm a grizzled FBI agent here to do the job. And in this game, he's like an idiot in a leather jacket and i like that um but like i don't know abby's like abby's got some real depth
1: yeah but her biceps though so i mean
0: yeah i would love to play a mod of resident evil 6 where you play as her and you are rkoing zombies or like in the last (laughs) of us 2 like let me let me sprint into a crowd of clickers and grab one under the elbow and just like like, just replacing leon in that like i think that yeah that's (laughs) what i'm saying like like i don't think I, i would bat an eye at that like i think that'd be great (laughs) <laughs> um I'm trying to think like like I said I get I get why people I get why people did not like this and I imagine at launch I, I saw someone comment to talk about how there were a lot of performance issues and stuff and like that is like that makes sense yeah, and I, mean, if, well, I mean people don't
1: yeah. like Horizon Forbidden West I totally understand how people wouldn't like Resident Evil 6
0: i i'm i'm not i didn't like horizon forbidden west i'm sorry like i'm sorry this is true i thought about writing like i I still might do this i'm you know how like people like this there's this huge trend right now of like like four hour long youtube videos like long video essays i thought about making like an hour and a half one talking about like why i think horizon forbidden like why Horizon Forbidden West's like commercial success, not commercial, like critical success, like kind of drives me crazy because I think like there's so much about it that I'm like, I don't understand what works for people with this. You know what I mean?
1: I need to see that video because I need to know
0: i'm not saying it's my favorite game ever no it's not like up there and that's fine and it's and it's okay that people like it right like i'm not trying to say like anyone's stupid for liking it i just i simply don't understand so hey machine
1: strike come on machine strike what is that that's that game that that i had to play a couple times against my
0: will to get a platinum (laughs) machine strike oh the fucking board <laughs> game oh my gosh why even put that in there why do like why do i guess it's because of the witcher right like it's because of the witcher 3 because of Gwent. Some, yeah it's good but like they
1: have these games that there's no way you for you to play it in real life Gwent is a card game these other ones right, are that like,
0: you, like ostensibly could do yeah yeah uh, yeah. Uh, video games love doing like, you want to play a dice game that we made up, and it's like, yeah, no, it's great. I don't. There's that game. Really there's don't. that one
1: in Splatoon that Tetris-looking gas game that I haven't touched once, and I put thirty I didn't hours to, in that get game. to it. Don't didn't even know what it find is. It. Still, nope. Keep on locking packs for it. Don't know what that does, but hey, it's there. Well,
0: it's just like Horizon Forbidden West is like, do you want to play our little our little dice game? And it's like, I don't even like the video game you made. <laughs> 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 like, no, I don't want to play your weird ass stri- like Warhammer ass strategy game. <laughs> Peter, they have a town t- called
1: Chainscrape.
0: Yeah, it's Isn't that a good name vivid of
1: Title, as, yeah, it's vivid. You think about that.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't hate every aspect of Horizon Forbidden Midwest *West*. Oh, I you like,
1: hate it. You you hate how you you hate Aloy I like as a character. I, hate, I, do you, hate, I do hate. I do hate yeah, her as a character. It's because she's a she's she doesn't have the biceps of Abby, right?
0: No, John. If only, stop this. if
1: only she would do some more lifting.
0: No, she lifts just fine. She can do. I've I watched that woman do a thousand pull-ups. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, with her like just her pinky like her little fingers a yeah. little
1: grisps like just hanging on one of them
0: yeah i got the platinum in that this has been a year of like like let me let me tell like you shameful platinums
1: but that's like an inoffensive platinum because you'd have to do everything in it if you had to do everything in that game like 100 percent it to get the platinum I agreed like that the, the worst thing you had to do is play machine strike and i think we all agree yes. that that was the worst part of that game
0: Yes, agreed. Well, no. Well, hold on. Yes, I win. I win. Now wait. The worst part about that game. I don't let me say this. How about this? And we can also talk about this more as we get to the end of the year, because as I'm sure you can intuit Horizon Forbidden West will not be on my list of best Mm. games of the year. And I imagine Mm -hmm. it will be on yours. And I know for a fact it will be on everyone at button mashing (laughs) one-on-ones. In fact, they Mm -hmm. might say that that's their game of the year. And I don't know how I'm going to reconcile with that when that happens. Um, Although I think they'll probably all like God of War. I don't know. What I'm trying to say is, uh, and Dave will definitely be out there for Xenoblade 3, which I'm fine with. Um, Like, I don't think that Horizon Forbidden West is a bad game or really even Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't think it's a bad game but I think it is a completely average forgettable game. And that's almost worse. Sonic frontiers. I'm going to remember a lot about because there are so many aspects of it that I find to be baffling. And like, how did this happen? Whereas horizon forbidden West, it's just like, I'll never think about it ever again because I thought so much of it was just forgettable and bland and, and uninteresting. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I, I would say one thing too. uh, shameless plug is when we use th- those, uh, uh, bank projectors. That was how I associated my platinum run with oh the Horizon. BenQ ones. Oh yeah. my god, like that! that, that, that changed that really it. Good. that change it just because like hey, I never had a TVs that big in my house. So and still one of the most affordable ways to get, um, and I can plug it because they didn't let us keep them.
0: Yeah, agreed. <laughs> they were those projectors were were really, they really were cool. awesome. <laughs> um, I like I'll say this too though like that game is a stunning looking game. And, and the and the vibrance that it has, and like, you want to talk about like a detailed open world? But looking at you, Gotham Knights. Look at Horizon <coughs> Forbidden West. Like, like no, seriously. Like Gotham Knights, they were talking about like, we, well, we just want to make sure that the game is as detailed as as rich as it could possibly be. And it's like basically just like three buildings copy and pasted for like six miles. Horizon Forbidden West. For all of the things that I don't love about it, each of the different areas you go to feel different. They feel handcrafted. Like it, it is a it is a. A game map that is full of true detail. And I think that that is something that's pretty rare in a lot of these open world games. So there you go.
1: 10 out of 10. Must play.
0: Hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, thanks for listening to our show, everyone. Uh, this has been Two Friends Talk About Horizon Forbidden West. For an hour and a half. I probably could. I, I have okay. a lot to say about that. Like, uh, here's a problem. Okay. Before I leave it, before I talk us out, here's the problem with that idea, though, of me wanting to, like, re- like do this long video, is that it would rec- necessitate me to, re- like, play it again so that I could, like, read, like, it would all be fresh so that I could write about it, you know, and, like, capture footage and stuff like that, and I just can't think of something I would rather do, uh, or would, would less, it'd be less enthused to do than to, like, replay that game.
1: Like, nothing else.
0: Like what you wanna, like do you what is another game I drain? Uh, name me another game that you think I would le- be less more uh, less interested in replaying. I'd rather play replay it because it's no. 5 hours. It's 5 hours. No. Long.
1: It's five oh hours my long. god, now I'm so confused right now. It's 5 hours I'm, long. Um
0: scoring it's 2 hours long. I can speed run that. I know all the puzzle solutions. Come at me. And I missed a trophy, so or a, a Steam achievement, I guess.
1: I just I'm at a loss for words. You, you 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 like the medium better.
0: Yeah, I played I it's fifty hours, Horizon Forbidden West. It's fifty hours I put into it. That's a lot of time for a video game I don't fucking like. <laughs> I don't that's know. True. I don't know what I'm doing. What's wrong with me? It's something broken. It's I think it's the sound of unlocking a, a platinum pr- trophy that's kind of busted my head a little bit.
1: You'd rather play Sonic Frontiers to completion again than Horizon?
0: Uh no. No, I wouldn't. Whew.
1: all right we got one.
0: <laughs> no i wouldn't
1: yeah. we got one <laughs> the flow chart of of the liking <laughs> of, like, what is all centered around the medium for some reason but the flow yeah. chart is very confusing
0: <laughs> yeah yeah now the two the medium sucks but yeah i'd rather put i just it's just because it's quicker right i think i think it suffers from similar uh issues though of just being like uninteresting and and like bland and forgettable um but what can you do thanks so much for listening to our show if you want to keep up with us week t- or day to day, go ahead and hop on Twitter. Follow us at Hitbox Pod. You can also join us on Discord. Again, link to that is in the description of this episode. It's also on our Twitter page. Wherever you're looking for it, you'll find it. Uh, go ahead, hop on over to patreon.com slash hitbox pod. Uh, become a $1 podcast producer. Help us keep the lights on, or become a $3 deluxe podcast producer like Jane Hull, like Dave Parker. We're talking more Sonic Frontiers, and there's going to be video of it. I feel like I might be able to like, like I feel like we did a decent job like explaining, like talking about it today, but I feel like being able to actually see it all I think is going to be like a huge help in explaining like what exactly this this game does so poorly. Um, hop on over there, if not, all good. Just make sure to, to uh, give us a review, a five star review on your podcast player of choice. Other than that, that's all I got. I think. What do you guys, Jason? You just give me a thumbs up. Yeah, like like,
1: like, and subscribe everything. Um, You know, it's really great if you do that for us. So so
0: thank you. Here's my pitch for a Netflix show. It's about a werewolf vlogger, and it's called Like and Subscribe.
1: I actually think that would do pretty well.
0: (laughs) It would get two seasons, have a really devoted fan base, and then get canceled.
1: Cool. And then it would be picked up in a really reverse action by YouTube
0: oh yeah yeah it's the exact opposite of the cobra kai problem yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. budget would be small yeah oh cobra kai i love that shit
0: yeah yeah i've I've not of it not watched any of that but that is not surprising (laughs) anyway hey thanks so much for listening we will catch you next week always remember old games are old bye bye